I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. Joining me today is documentary filmmaker and co-founder of Meridian Pictures, Brandon Kramer. His, we're going to be talking about his new movie, The First Step. In this revealing observational portrait, black progressive activist and political commentator Van Jones faces a polarized society head-on in an effort to reform a broken criminal justice system. Jones, known for calling Donald Trump's election a white lash, live on Prime TV, navigates increasingly tense and isolating political and racial divides in his attempt to become a bridge builder during the Trump administration. Condemned by the right for his progressive beliefs and by the left for embracing conservatives, this fraught and cinematically captured personal journey questions his integrity from all sides, forcing him to consider not only his activism, but his own identity. Director Brandon Kramer won Best Director at the 2016 Chesapeake Film Festival and Indie Capital Director at the and and won uh, Chesapeake and Indie Capital Awards, received the Audience Choice Award at the 2015 American Conservation Film Festival, and was a 2015 DC Commission on the Arts and Humanities Individual Arts Fellow, welcome to the show, Brandon. Nice to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Really yeah, appreciate so it. great to have you. Um, great film festival, as I said. I think just before we got on the air, I've seen the film. It is, it really is flawless. And I watch so many films. I, I would say, you know, it it just it it was riveting. And I have to say, I, I guess my first question is, like, what was the response from? from the festival, from the, you know, the people who saw the film. And, um, that's my first, yeah, that's my first question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the response, it's been, you know, we've <laughs> worked on this film for the last five years. So the past week has been overwhelming in, in a really good way. It's been, um, you know, hearing, hearing, you know, you work on this, the, the uh, you know, a film like this and you're obviously in a creative team in an environment, but it's not, you know, a public audience. So, um, the past week heard from, you know, so many people and just hearing all the different ways the film uh, reaches an audience is, it's really exciting. And it's a film, you know, this story was told with, uh, you know, with an, with an ethic and an approach to really um, allow the story to exist with multiple audiences, different political perspectives, um, you know, we really tried to craft it in a way that was honest and balanced and fair um, to invite a broad to the table. So to um, be able to, you know, sit down with different audience, audiences from many different political backgrounds, geographic backgrounds, racial backgrounds, just to reacting to the film has been, um, this, is, this is sort of what you work for five years to, to, to get to this point. And Brandon, okay, we are. This is, um, you know, at the 2021 Tribeca Film Festival. Any any responses that you got that really surprised you? I mean, you've been working on this film for five years. Um, you know, during the festival, any kind of reactions that you were like, "Wow, I, you know, I didn't expect that." Um, I'm trying to think. I think. Let me come back to me on that question. Let me let me let me okay, ruminate right. on that for a minute. I'm okay, think to, about that one. It's, That's it's fine. also That's fresh. Right. That I've got a Rolodex through my mind on the different reactions that I've gotten. 
Yeah, because you must have gotten many. I mean, it's it's really, um, I mean, this 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 attitude that obviously that we're talking about and trying to get things done in Congress and haven't been able to do that and navigating the system and you the, the Van Jones the right hates him the left hates him and trying to get prison reform. Um, continues on through the pandemic, I guess. I mean, this, you know, this, this same kind of an attitude, you know, whether it's wearing masks has become, is politicized in the same way as prison reform is uh, politicized. So um, the theme sort of carries, continues to carry through our culture, our society. Um, so let's, let's talk about that. Why did you choose this particular five years ago? Why did you choose this particular topic for the film. Yeah. You know, I feel that, you know, I felt this before 2016 and during 2016, especially um, that the escalating divides in this country is one of the greatest threats I think we face. And um, I had, I've known Van for many years and um, in 2016, I met with Van over a cup of coffee and he, you know, Trump had just won the election and Van, as a criminal justice reform advocate, basically told me that he is going to do everything he can over the course of this administration to fight for people in prison, to try to get people released from prison. And he is going, he is willing and going to pursue working with conservatives, working with the Trump administration to find any way that, to find common ground on this issue. And as a filmmaker and as a uh, documentary storyteller, you know, to me, that felt like a really, really important, essential story to tell, you know, to see an activist who is attempting to do something that the whole country is talking about, you know, why can't we work across divides? Why can't we find bipartisanship? And here I had a relationship with a progressive activist that I really admired and respected who was going to attempt to do that at one of the most divisive moments. And my goal with the film was always to try to tell the story in a way that was very honest, that could empathize and understand what Van and his team, you know, it's not, the film's not just profiling Van, it's also a team of uh, activists that he worked with on his uh, at Cut 50, his criminal justice uh, nonprofit. And then also uh, the film follows Van's journey to try to bring activists from South Central Los Angeles and community leaders in rural West Virginia who are, who are fighting the addiction crisis in both communities together. Um, but I felt like that, documenting this attempt at bipartisanship would be a critical, uh, not just, you know, document, but a narrative to tell so that the public, the country could see Van's attempt and have a conversation around it. People, you know, who don't agree with Van's politics, with his strategy, with his approach, you know, I wanted to make sure to lift up their voices as well um, so that, you know, whether you, you know, what, to, so that you could have a conversation around where this strategy, where this approach at engaging across the aisle works, where it hit challenges, where it could, you know, strengthen. And that's my hope with the film, the, that it can be um, a story 
that can at least, um, you know, generate a really healthy, constructive, meaningful dialogue around how we work across these divides. Well, I think one of the things you did, it is a story, it's an over, it's a, you have a, a story, but I think what, for, what you did was you humanized all the characters in the story and so let them tell their own story, whether they were on the right or the left, and all of that seemed to, to come out, and I, I think that you even made, <laughs> from my point of view, uh, you know, even Jared Kushner, you managed to make him look like a sympathetic character. Um, and Kelly Conway, because um, they're on the other side of the aisle from the way I think. And I think you did that really well with all of the, uh, every, you know, all your choices, I guess, and uh, the personal stories. I mean, I think that's really important. You don't always get that in a lot of documentary films, and you really sort of nailed this. So you want to listen, you want to hear the story of the other side. But in this case, I guess with uh, Van Jones, I mean, it was the left who were, uh, the the groups on the left were far more critical of him than the right, Uh, which let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) to to your first point, I mean, I think, you know, I was... As a filmmaker, I was sort of brought into the documentary world through Kartemquin Films, which is a uh, almost like a documentary collective school mentoring institution in uh, in Chicago. And you know, my mentor Gordon Quinn, you know, always taught me that you don't look down the lens of your camera at you know the people in your film. And so that ethic, I think, you know, I tried to carry through the entire film and. You know, it, this is not a gotcha film. We filmed, you know, many times in the Trump White House. And, you know, obviously, <laughs> you know, I am, you know, aware and, and have to sit with the, you know, the, the sort of divisiveness of that moment of that administration. But at the same time, you know, my job is to try to tell the story as it is in front of me. So I didn't want to ignore those things. But I also, Van was there to forge a partnership to try to get a bill passed. And it was critical to me to, to capture that story uh, and that, and that working relationship as, you know, honestly, you know, as, as I could um, with the left um, with, you know, it, it's the right and the left. It wasn't just the left. I think, you know, the, this bill, the, so the, the film, the, the primary, one of the primary storylines of the film is, the journey to get the First Step Act passed, a, uh, a landmark criminal justice reform bill um, that was, you know, one of the few bipartisan pieces, of the major bipartisan pieces of legislation that passed during the Trump era. And, um, you know, through that journey, Van and his team, you know, they, they experienced fierce opposition from Jeff Sessions, attorney, former Attorney General, uh, Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas, among other, um, you know, far-right conservatives. Um, they also experienced a lot of uh, resistance and opposition, especially as the bill was in its early stages from, uh, you know, leading criminal justice reform advocacy groups on the left, senators on the left. Um, and, you know, there was, a, there was a difference in strategy. Van and his team uh, were pursuing a strategy of, you know, trying to start with something smaller where they could bring both sides together and then build from there and try to build toward a more robust bill. And, um, 
you know, and there were other leaders on the left that, um, you know, were, you know, really holding out um, and, and, and pushing hard for, you know, a more comprehensive criminal justice reform bill that included sentencing reform. And, you know, my, my role as a, as a storyteller was to really dive into the complexities of that debate, that discussion, try to understand it, try to show it not from a sensationalized point of view, but something where um, audiences could really see. This is, you know, th- this film is really trying to humanize and make sense of what is the political process? What does it look like to get a bill passed? There's a lot of um, reductive t- conversations around, the, around this kind of issue. And, you know, when it comes to it, it's, it's a debate. It's a discussion. It's hard work. And um, my hope is that by telling the story and letting audiences engage with it, it can lead to more opportunities to have dialogue, to work constructively across these political lines on the left, on the right. And um, that's the that's the hope for the film. Well, you know, it's it was interesting that the crisis of addiction uh, on both sides of the aisle, uh, you know, crack co- crack cocaine, you know, on the left side, and opioids on the right side. That sort of uh, that topic or that need to do something and to make reform brought this, you know, brought all of this brought these people together. So uh, could you talk a little bit more about that? That was something that they all had in common. Yeah, I think, you know, one of Van's, you know, under sort of underpinning philosophies of his work is that common pain should lead to common purpose. And at a moment where Republicans were in power, the country was this divided, you know, Van had already addiction was an issue he has already been fighting for. Van had a very close relationship with Prince. Um, he had founded an advocacy organization focused on the opioid epidemic. Um, and, you know, he, soon after 2016, another thing he said to me and, and my brother Lance, who's the producer on the film, is that, you know, he, this, this, this devastating, uh, you know, rising, uh, epidemic in, um, in in communities all across the country around opioids. Um, obviously, you know, Van's first, you know, he felt a lot of sympathy, a lot of uh, pain in, in the suffering that those communities were experiencing, but he also saw a uh, an opening in that it it's an issue that was that is at this in this moment affecting communities across every racial, every geographic, every political divide. And you know, obviously that's devastating, but it's also an opening to bring people together. And so, uh, you know, Van organized a group of frontline activists in South Central Los Angeles who have been working on the addiction crisis in that community for decades, um, and a group of community leaders in uh, West Virginia who lean more conservative who have um, who have experienced loss in their lives due to this epidemic? Who have been fighting this in their communities? And he brought five activists from LA to West Virginia, and we captured the entire journey of seeing these these communities that are politically on opposite, geographically, racially on different ends of the spectrum, coming together, sitting down over a cup of coffee, telling stories of their loved ones that they've lost. And then, you know, organizing 
and coming to Washington, D.C. and sitting down with Kellyanne Conway, sitting down with uh, then-former Senator Kamala Harris, now Vice President, um, you know, really trying to make a case for a need for more attention, more resources, more solutions to this epidemic, um, and, and use the fact of, of these two groups coming together across these these lines where you don't see them, this kind of unity as a way to, to push for more bipartisan solutions. And so um, that's a huge part of the story we were telling. And, and within that group, it wasn't easy. You know, you see there's a lot of tensions that, that flare up, not just within, uh, not just within the West Virginia and Los Angeles, but also at Los Angeles, uh, the activists in Los Angeles and Van. Um, there's a lot of parts of Van's strategy that they did not agree with um, going into the White House, going into the Trump White House, for many of them was a line in the sand, or several of them was a line in the sand. And we chose in the film to capture that and include that in the story because we felt that this kind of debate around, you know, where bipartisanship and coming together struggles and where it's hard is the crux of what needs to be documented and told. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I think you continue to, as you say, emphasize that in the film, that if, you know, Van uh, Jones is uh, validating Trump and his presidency by wanting to be this bridge builder. And that, that sort of, I think that's the issue, you know, that came through all the time. Like, isn't he just validating um, Trump and the right and, um, and, and not necessarily being a bridge builder, I guess. But, you know, we talk about the addiction thing and bringing people together. What do you think in terms of the pandemic? And now we're talking about something that the whole world has experienced. Do you think that, you know, given what you've learned from this film, uh, producing this film, do you think that, you know, <laughs> the pandemic itself can help to, you know, we have a common ground to to, to work with? Um that's the question. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, yes. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm obviously not an expert in, in you know, the, the pandemic and what's happening here, but I, but I, I, I did bear witness to something that I think few people have seen which is a genuine, very real, raw experience of political leaders and grassroots leaders coming together around issues that are at the absolute most urgent facing our country. And so I witnessed that, you know, I saw, I was, you know, in, you know, in these rooms with a camera capturing, you know, Van and, Republican senators and Jared Kushner working together on trying to get people out of prison. I was sitting in these rooms, you know, hearing these grassroots leaders, you know, pour their souls out to one another about loss and, you know, what to do about it. So I've seen that happen. And I do think the pandemic could be, you know, a, a space for that. I'm, I'm honestly sad and disheartened um, that it, that it hasn't been that, you know, we're, we're a year and a half in and you would hope that amidst such a tragedy, one of the only silver linings would be coming together. Um, but that hasn't happened yet on the scale that it needs to be. But I think, I think it's, a, it's, it's a good idea. And um, I would say, you know, some of the aspects of Van's strategy and approach could be applied to, to, to that space. And I, I'd like to see that for sure. 
Well, maybe rather than see it, you should be the documentary filmmaker who should do it. <laughs> you need to take that on. I could see, seriously, I could see you doing that. Why don't people get vaccinated? What you know, this whole thing has been so politicized. It seems to me you're you're the you're the guy to do, to uh, bring this all together in a document in, in a film. I don't know if you've thought about it, but. About it. <laughs> well, they only t- they only take five years to make, so yeah. Um, <laughs> no. um, well, you have to work fast. I'll, I'll, I'll this took five I'll years. The next it. one will take uh, less time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are <laughs> these are very uh, you know these are huge undertakings of, uh, of you know an enormous amount of uh, time, talent, resources, and yeah. But I, I think it's a great idea, and I'll, I'll happy to work with you on that, Catherine. Okay, great. <laughs> well, speaking of that, how is it working with your brother? I mean, I, I'm interested, you know, as a social worker, and I'm interested in families. Um, and you've, you know, you're the co-founder of the Meridian Hill Pictures, like working with him on the whole production of the film. Yeah, I mean, I am one of these very few <laughs> really lucky people in that I, 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 I was born into having an older brother that is um, an extraordinarily talented filmmaker, film producer. Um, Lance and I have been making films together since we were little kids. You know, our, our, as, you know, as sappy as it sounds, you know, our, our mom, you know, like got us a camera when we were a kid. We would make little home movies all the time together. Um, just grew up with a, a really deep passion for, for filmmaking, watched movies all the time. Um, and then, you know, Lance went on to become a, a writer, a journalist, a community organizer. Um, and I, I studied film and we came back together um, about 10 years ago with, you know, just a, a, real, a real desire to, to tell stories that try to really dive in and unearth the complexities and nuances around making what change what making change looks like in this country. We we both had worked for NGOs. We both had uh, been involved in social justice efforts, and we felt there was a real need to dive into the messiness of you know where these efforts succeed, where they struggle. Um, so that we can strengthen the work, and, that, and that's what we've been doing for the last ten years. And um, I, uh, I love him. He's my best friend. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, we, 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 creatively, we see we see storytelling in very complementary ways. Um, and um, he's he's very good at understanding how uh, a piece of art how a story exists within the universe, how it connects to social justice efforts, how it connects to the, the, these issues, these, communi- the, these communities. And I think I am a little bit more, you know, sort of in the weeds on the, on the tree level and really um, diving into the intimate relationships with the people in front of the camera, um, the nuances of how the story is crafted in the edit room, and that complementary skill set and passion has has allowed us to form a you know really really successful and rewarding career together. 
And uh, now I want to ask you, I graduated from the same university that you did a few years earlier, oh. Boston University, and I, you, got a, you have a degree in film and cultural anthropology. And that all seems to fit into your film, you know, not, not just the degree in film, but, the whole, but also cultural anthropology. How do you see that like fitting into like the framework that you use for your, for your films? Yeah, in many ways, I feel like, I mean, the, I cannot say enough good things about the film department at, at, at BU. Yeah. I think in many ways, I learned just as much about filmmaking from anthropology, from studying anthropology as I did film. Um, you know, docu- really any kind of storytelling, but especially documentary, you're, you're capturing the way human beings are existing in the world, how they're relating to one another, how they're um, forming community, how they're um, navigating under duress, um, you know, really hard moments. And, um, that's, what's beautiful to me about cinema. It's, it's seeing the humanity, seeing the emotional, um, journey that, um, really incredible people go on and seeing, seeing the hardship being revealed in, in a, in a raw and open way. And I think anthropology for me, at least the classes I took, what I studied was, were really focused on um, understanding culture, understanding um, communities in, in moments of change um, and, and duress. And so studying and really understanding how society works, how people organize, how they connect, how they relate has been, you know, in, in school and then afterwards, I think been the most critical piece of understanding how to tell a story. And I, I always tell whenever I'm talking to people entering school or in school, I always just encourage them to take as many classes as possible, you know, really in the, in the social sciences and anthropology, sociology, philosophy, you know, just any ways of understanding the world and and people, because you can't tell stories um, about people unless you, you know, have some understanding of, of what you're, what you're observing. I mean, that's great advice. Um, we have a couple of minutes left. So where can we all see the film? Like, where can, is it available for us to see? I've seen it, but for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it, so it just had its world premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival. And um, now it is on its way to having its uh, Washington, D.C. premiere, which is our hometown, at the AFI Docs. Uh, film festival. And so uh, you can go on the first and there's a link there for AFI docs, or you can go to docs.afi.com and you can just, you know, look for the first step and you can buy virtual tickets and you can also, they're actually doing an in-person screening at the AFI silver theater. If you're in the DC area on uh, Wednesday, June 23rd at 5 PM and we'll be there um, participants in the film will be there. And so in the immediate short term, that's the, that's the next best way to watch it for any audiences interested. Great. Brandon Kramer, great to talk to you today. Documentary filmmaker, co-founder of Meridian Hill Pictures, and his new film is The First Step. Go out and see it, folks. It's great. Thanks. Thanks, Brandon. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you've been listening to The Catherine Zox Show. Mm-hmm. 